Date today is Wednesday, November twenty first. This is podcast number one hundred one, and uh, it's two thousand and sixteen. The Buffalo Bills just came off against a, a win against the Browns, and we're here. We're brought to you by numbillsfan dot com. I'm your host, David Palermo. Find me on Twitter at numbillsfan. Excuse me, that's a burp. And uh, also on the line via satellite connection. Oh, what's up? It's your boy, Adam D. Find me on Twitter, at NumbillsAdamD. I'm eating Christmas cookies. I apologize if you can hear it. Yeah, dude, don't, um, don't, don't. We got a lot of I'm, complaints last time you ate mashed potatoes. I mean, it's I, kind of fucked up. We got one complaint, and I told that dude to piss off. Yeah, but I, I, I agree with them. It's kind of rude, though. Mm. It's all right. I'll just turn your mic off. Anyway, so I'll just do this. Ad, right? <laughs> I'll just finish this up with your mic off. All right. So, uh, yeah, find us on numbillsfan.com. There's a bunch of podcasts. Obviously, we've done 100. And it backlogs pretty much the whole a, – a lot, a lot, at least the last year since we've had the website up. So – also, usually Scott Campbell does an article. This week he didn't because it was the Browns. And as he predicted in his article before the season started of game predictions, he's like, you know what? It's the Browns. It doesn't matter. So that was his uh, score prediction. And guess what? It was the Browns. So, again, numbillsfan.com. There's usually an article about Scott Campbell 13 at least once a week. And Deacon's in the works of some stuff. Um, expect some more content. We are going to try to double up some stuff, and the last couple weeks have been a little rough. Got some family stuff going on. Got to take care of the peeps. Got some work, and uh, we're back. Don't forget, we're also on Facebook Live every 7 p.m. or every Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you don't know, Facebook.com, Numbills Fan. We were just live now before this, before we started tracking this, and. Um, Go back. It's a totally different conversation than what we have here because people interact with what they want to talk about. Um, a lot of people want to talk Tyrod Taylor. A lot of people want to talk uh, the coach, uh, you know, GM, coaching staffs, who to bring in. Um, and I pretty much made a point, like, let's not rush to the off season just yet because if the off season hit today, you would be all set in your off season within a month. So let, let's enjoy the last couple weeks of the Bills actually playing meaningful games with a small chance to get into the playoffs. So, again, don't forget, PunchDrunkSports.com. We are brought to you by them as well. And uh, at PunchDrunk on Twitter, great podcast about sports. And the Facebook Live show is brought to you by BillsForLife.com. Check those guys out, Red Pencil Tailgate. Get yourself down there. And, well... Deeks, going to turn your mic back on. Um, the Bills just defeated the Browns a lot to a little. And 
Well, a lot of people say it was one of the worst teams they've ever seen play football as far as the roster. Now, keep in mind, I'm not going to knock the Browns too hard. They have, I believe, 19 rookies starting for them. So it is what it is with the Browns. Uh, RG3 cannot throw. We don't know if it's his knee or whatever it is, or he's not. he doesn't have the zip he had. He looks like a shell of himself. He did have an RG3 classic moment, of course, against the Bills where he ran in for a touchdown. Still elusive, but obviously when you have that many knee problems, you're probably a little nervous about some stuff. I don't I don't know what his deal is, so I'm not going to try to figure it out. But the Bills absolutely dominated the uh, – really honestly just dominated that team. So um, my thoughts are this. 33 to 13 Buffalo. My thoughts are this on that game. Are uh we could be negative all we want, okay? But I'm going to read through some stats that I really like. The Bills only had 5 penalties for 42 yards. Um third down efficiency they were 4 for 9, fourth down efficiency they're 0 for 1. Now passing was a classic Tyrod Taylor game. Tyrod was 17 for 25 for 171 yards. And what I'm going to do is only one passing touchdown to Charles Clay, thankfully. Um, Now, rushing, 40 attempts for 280 yards. That is unreal. And that's another game where I believe LaShawn McCoy had less than, um, he only had 19 carries. And he averaged 8.1 yards with a long of 24, which ain't too long, meaning like he still kicked the shit out of everybody. What I'm getting at here is... I thought offensively that this team showed a lot. And offensively, yes, it is the Browns, and a lot of people are going to bash it is the Browns. We get that. I get that. I'm with you. But I'm going to go glass half full. We're looking for Tyrod Taylor, frankly, to progress. We have been hammering the table, at least here at Numb Bills Fan. I've been hammering the table um, for steady progression. And one thing that needs to happen is time. Well, guess what? Tyrod Taylor had seven receptions go to Charles Clay for 72 yards and a long of 19 yards and and a touchdown. And, you know, there's some guys like Watkins who only had a catch. Robert Woods only had a catch. You know, Goodwin had three. And I will be honest with you. I think it was a very nice game for for Tyrod Taylor because he did exactly what we wanted to see, which is throw the ball over the middle. Um, guys like Donald Jones have been talking about him making a certain throw up the seam and to Charles Clay, which we haven't seen a lot. And, you know, he even had some guys open that he threw to that they were throws he wouldn't make. And some of them were incompletions, but the fact that he's seeing it is good. And, and, and I'll, and I'll, um, you know, if you're playing, if you're playing ball, I don't care what sport, you eventually develop chemistry because you know guys are going to be there. Even if you don't connect, hey, you at least know you're there. And and with pro sports, you eventually got to make plays, or else you don't play professional sports anymore. That's how that works. Versus beer league hockey, where we can't kick you off the team. So, it's really a. Uh, it's really a nice thing to see Tyrod Taylor making more throws, a.k.a. progressing. Now, can he do it again against Miami? Can he do it against the Jets for the game finale? That 
this last Browns game gave me that hope because the, the run set up the pass, and that's what this team is built to do. I don't need to go at I, – I don't care about stats, but I do care about players progressing. And offensively, Deacon, um, what were your takeaways from watching the Browns game, immediate reaction when you're watching it? Like, like uh, as far as on the offensive side of the ball, um, I mean, obviously the run game just dominated. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, I thought I thought our man Tyrod did all right. I think so too, man. I think he did okay. I think I think he did. And that's what's killing me. That's what's killing me with everything right now is like the players, the the coaches. I don't think anyone's really done bad enough to like hit reset. You know what I mean? Right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It it it's it's a long, it's a long long road. To to hit reset, you know, I I can't. or maybe maybe I'm just so burnt out from being below average for so long that making making my way up to average with this team this is like enough to keep me going right now. I mean, maybe it's that maybe it's like that simple and pathetic, but. Whatever it is, man, like, we're better off than we've been. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, the, the the players keep saying it's close. And as far as I'm concerned, if the, if the players want their coach back and you have 21 or 23 or 21, I think 21 free agents, you know, Chris Brown – has been the 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 beat writer for the Bills, a lead guy for BuffaloBills.com. He's saying, um, you know, it, if you want these guys to resign, you can't. You you might not necessarily want to fire their coach because these guys aren't going to want, want to know what it's like to play for another coach. You'd rather just go somewhere else, and that's a that's a huge thing for me. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And the other thing you got to take into account is what does that, what does Rex out after two years, what message does that send to a prospective coaching candidate here in Buffalo? That's, that's kind of a red flag for anyone who might be interested in the job. It's like, well, this dude didn't even have like losing seasons and he got canned in two years. Oh yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Let's be real here. Media travels so fast. Word travels so fast. We are in a a a microwave society. I'm guilty of it too. If I can hammer I do drywall work, okay? If I can hammer down my process faster than anybody else and i'm not paid by the hour i am paid by the the square foot per se meaning 
If I can get like 12 leprechauns into the job and get my job done in one minute, I'm still making X amount of the, the same amount of money if I spent all week on it. And what's going on now is I've always believed that that players need time to develop. Coaches need time to implement their schemes. And the Bills have been trying to catch lightning in a bottle for so long. And honestly, believe it or not, you could have sold me on Chan Gailey keeping his job and getting a defensive coordinator. I'm sorry. I could be wrong. You could think I'm nuts. But I really think that the Bills were a defensive coordinator away. The special teams under Bruce DeHaven were not bad at all. And it was solid. And you could have sold me on that. You could have sold me on Doug Marone. You could sell me on anything. I'm going to buy what the Bills are selling because I'm going to back my team. And after a couple of years, like where we're at now with Rex Ryan, you start questioning stuff. And the one big question, I talked about this last podcast with you. The one big question I have is what's up with the defense? What's up with it? It's inconsistent. And I've had talks with Eric Turner at CoverOne.net, and we talk, and he's like, look, they've had good halves. They have. Sometimes they put together a very good game, like the Cardinals. At the same time, as John Murphy calls it from the John Murphy show, the guy who calls the, the commentator for the Bills on the radio, WGR 550, turn the sound of your TV down and turn up WGR 550 and listen to John Murphy and Mark Kelso call the game. It is really a way better experience. You have to use the radio, though, if you're you know doing it because of the delay. So if you stream it, which you can't actually unless you have some kind of audio pass thing from the NFL that they make you pay for. Anyways, John Murphy brings up uh, uh, a very good point, and that is that this team, the linchpin of this team, was supposed to be the defense. And and if there's one point people can argue, it's the defense is, is not where it needs to be. Um, but I will say I'm still not ready to blow it up. And... What this Browns game showed me was a progression in Tyrod Taylor. What it showed me is that the defense can actually play some defense. I thought they played all right, right. you know? I mean, great. Right, and ultimately, Tyrod Taylor is not going to lead the league in passing yards, but this team is scoring points. Exactly, and... That's one thing you can count on is points from this Bills team. Let's be real here. And, you know, it's the it's the defense's job to get the ball back to the offense. And that's – that's, I don't know how – I don't want to be in the same conversation we had last week. But this is what we're looking for in the next two games. I'm not going to sit here and rush to the offseason. We have all off-season to do that. I get bored out of my mind. The whole reason this podcast exists is so that people have something to listen to really in the off-season. I mean, I love talking during the season, clearly. But, I mean, really, I was going nuts trying to refresh feeds, and Sal Capaccio used to have a podcast. Follow him at Sal Sports. Uh, great, great articles. He does something called Three Up, Three Down after every game. And, uh, shit, I could just do a podcast just on sales articles. Um Look, we need content in the off season. Okay, let's not use it up right now. 
really, what are you looking to see the next two games out of this Bills team? And what I'm looking to see is a consistent defense, a special teams that is also consistent, or else Crossman's got to go, sorry. Um, and we got to keep this offense clicking, a.k.a. I want to see those targets to Charles Clay, or I want to see those throws that we're looking for. It's on the line. If Tyrod Taylor wants to have a future, in Buffalo at least, he needs to sling it, dog. At the same time, I don't want to hear people bitch that Sammy Watkins only has one catch. Robert Woods only has one catch. When Charles Clay has seven, and LaShawn McCoy and the Buffalo Bills, including Gillisley and Tyrod Taylor, just pretty much just like run like it's the walking dead through everybody. Like, there's no, it, it was offensively the game I've wanted to see from the Bills a lot, which is let the run set up the pass and play some good defense. But. Yeah, no, I mean, for me, that was like the, the perfect demonstration of like how this Bills offense is supposed to work. Exactly. Exactly. I, uh, I agree I think that's how the team was supposed to look. You follow right. me? Yeah. Like, I mean, what what are you looking to see? I don't want to put you on the spot. Um, what are you looking to see? I'll let you go off for a few minutes if you're cool with that. Um, I'm sick of hearing myself talk because I'm, a, you know, self-conscious about myself. So, uh, I mean, really, I got the little Rasta stuff over here. So, uh, if you could, you know, talk for a minute. Um, what are you looking to see out of this team, Deacon, for the next two weeks? I want Dan Carpenter to make all of his kicks. Duh! <laughs> you know, I had to. You know, I had to take the cheap shot. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Um. You know, I, I really just hope to see some of these young players take advantage of their opportunities. Um, namely, Shaq Lawson, Adolphus, Adolphus Washington. I like seeing those guys get involved. Um, then, also, you, you know, you, you, you already hit the, the, the nail on the head when you said, consistency with this defense. That's really what it's going to boil down to. If they want to beat the Dolphins, I feel a lot better, you know, having Darius out there. I mean, last time we saw the Dolphins, their run game fucked us up. Like, real bad, too. So, Well, the Dolphins don't have um, the same offensive line. Pouncey's out. I'm not sure about the rest because I definitely didn't do homework yet because I'm a slacker. But I will promise you there will be another podcast. It's more of an in-depth preview. It might drop Saturday. But everybody check out for podcast number 102 um, this weekend. Uh, Maybe I'll call Eric Turner or try to get a hold of Nate Geary or somebody that we like. But, yeah, I mean, the the run game is what got us last time. And – I don't know, man. Last week, you had Matt Moore out there slinging the ball. He had, like, four touchdown passes. He came off the bench and just lit it up. So, 
you got to prepare for both. And if if you let one, if, if you let that run game get away from us again, I mean that's it. You know, turn the lights off. The season's fucking over. Yeah, and we're probably gonna get a new coach, and we're probably gonna get a new quarterback, and we're probably gonna start over, and everything's gonna suck. This team needs to win. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. And happening. it might not even be enough. It might be too little, too late. I'll be real with you, man. I I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> and I don't want to rewind. That's great. That, no, that's fantastic. But the, 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 the important part here is I was right. I'm always right. I'm great. And I'm glad you were paying attention. I want to see this podcast is going to be so all over the place. Look, it's all right. You're 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 completely right, though. We just want to see consistency, and that's all I want to see of the next two games. Is you know, I wasn't buying that Rex's job is on the line. But it I'll, might be though. But 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 you're right because now that's all we're hearing about from even players. Now you got Lashawn McCoy, Incognito, Kyle Williams. Um, who else is there? Eric, Eric Wood, Wood coming out saying like. We want this guy. We're close. This guy is there. And coming from LaShawn McCoy, who had Andy Reid, one of the best coaches in the NFL. I have always loved loved Andy Reid, man. Always loved Andy Reid. And I will say, like, LaShawn McCoy knows what it's like to be in the playoffs or even in the playoff hunt consistently. I mean, he's played for allegedly the most cutting-edge coach when he was coming into the league, Chip Kelly. You know what I mean? He's seen it. He's played for three coaches, and yeah, Chip Kelly ain't cutting the edge of nothing this year. No, so you know, really, I think that team won one time. I know. By the way, um, back on my point though, with with this continuity thing, um, you know, Rex, look, a, a guy called into John Murphy and brought up a great point, and it, it goes hand-in-hand with with what we preach, which is continuity. And the big issue is with continuity is um, it's staying the course when things are rough. And it's really hard. It's really hard, especially because of that whole playoff drought. But you have new owners. You have a GM that I believe people are absolutely crazy if they think he does a bad job, and a lot of people too. I mean, I go on Facebook, and I see guys commenting about it that are my friends, and and they're you know, Wayu's got to go. If you think if you don't think Wayu's got to go, you're out of your mind. Like, why is it Whaley's fault? Because he didn't find one position. Whaley doesn't throw the ball. What were the Bills supposed to do for a quarterback last year? You know, it's like Carson Wentz started out hot, but that team don't win games, the Eagles. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, they, I don't, I don't know what people want from this general manager, but there's a lot of talent here. There's a lot of talent on the Bills. And the thing is, is there's talent on this team that when they let you down, like the secondary did against the Jets. We've seen better play out of them before, so we know that, that they're capable under the same coaching staff. So we, we know they're capable, but 
let's write the ship. It sounds like players aren't doing the work, which is something I've called out on. And any good coach will say, it's not my job to motivate the players. Rex Ryan doesn't need to be a cheerleader. And guess what? Your job, I think Rex Ryan treats his guys like men so much as in like, I'm not going to be up your ass. I'm not going to ride you. That guys don't do the due diligence. I think really that's what's it. That That's it. Because, I mean, you got Sammy Watkins out there sometimes still not lining up or, or I should say not running the right route. And, and he'll admit that. I mean, you see him in the game be like, yo, that's my bad. You know, and, and guess what? That throws everything off. Well, guess who didn't get looked at that much this week? Sammy Watkins. You know, so is it a coincidence? I don't know. But you also got a couple good guys on defense out there for the Browns, too. At the same time, all, all I'm saying is it's painful to stay on this ship of continuity but the caller brought up a great point from John Murphy, and he said, look, the one thing the Bills have been doing is staying the path. And, like, we haven't been allowed to just, like, stick to an identity. Like, can we just stay to an identity instead of just blowing up? You know, Rex Ryan, his defense is not where it needs to be. It's a bad-ranked defense for him. It's bad again for him because he's only been until he came to Buffalo – he was only out of the top 10 one time, and he was ranked 11th for his defenses. So it, it really is disappointing. And we talked last week. I don't know if that means you get rid of Dennis Thurman. Maybe he's a fall guy, and you try to make amends with Mike Patton, bring him back because Bills fans, again, were all stupid. Oh, Mike Patton, he did a great shot. Who cares? He's going to have four guys who started for him if Gilmore doesn't resign. That, that have played for him. That's what I said last podcast. Podcast 100, check it out. We talk about Rex more in detail. Um, and, and it's like, I'm I'm calmed down now that they got a win, even though it's the Browns, okay? Because the players now are coming out and saying, we want Rex Ryan. Well, I want Rex Ryan. And I want this team to develop an identity too, okay? I want this culture to be, we run the ball down your throat, and we have a quarterback that, oh, by the way, can run the ball down your throat. And, oh, by the way, he has proven to be very durable. So I don't, I don't see what's wrong here. What we're looking for is Tyrod Taylor to make more throws in this defense to do what it's supposed to do, which is to be an elite defense, not a good defense, an elite defense. That's why Rex Ryan's here. He's not a he's not a quarterbacks coach. And frankly, who are we going to replace this guy with? Bill Cowher ain't coming out of retirement. Can Bill Cowher even coach in this league right now? Are you guys going to be patient with Bill Cowher? Because people in, in Pittsburgh land, they stuck by Bill Cowher's side for a while, man. He had some lean years. Um, now, granted, not bad. But does, you got to be willing to stay with these coaches for a bit. Does Tom Coughlin want to come stand on the sub-zero temperature? <laughs> sideline here outside in Buffalo. Tom Coughlin will get so mad, snow couldn't even enter Ralph Wilson Stadium. Like, it would just be like a fireball of just, you know, like that, that, yeah. He should, you know, he should do what all people his age (laughs) tend to do. Take that Jacksonville job and move on down to Florida. He's left a little, like, retirement communities. You can probably get a discount.
Yeah, he's actually he's actually in talk with uh with uh or or supposedly Jacksonville wants to to possibly bring Tom Coughlin back. Well I think after firing Gus Bradley they have to say something along those lines whether they want to or not. No, they have to say something. I mean Doug Marone's their head coach drink. I know. By the way, shout out to whoever the hell tweeted me. Actually, I'm going to give him a shout out. I'm not going to be a dick. I'm going to take out my phone. I'm going to go to notifications as if I get so many freaking tweets anyways. All right. Somebody hit me with this tweet, dude. I don't know if you saw it. So PA Bills fan because DMDG, hashtag DMDG. I don't even know what that means, yo. I respect these new rappers' hustles, but they ain't fucking with me. I got that flow. Young Toke. That's what I'm seeing when I hit that hashtag. Drink. So, yo, I know you're talking PA Bills fan. Follow him on Twitter. Oh, shoot. He's got Bill Belichick kissing something. With a, Is it his daughter? It's got something with an extra chin. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so uh, PA Bills fan hit, hit, hits me up. Drink. That must have been right. That was like right after, right after the Doug Marone news. And I'm like, I, 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 sent back in caps. I refuse to say his name. I'm not saying. Ah, oh, shit! I said it. But man, we got a lot of people being drunk. The the worst part is I don't want to be crushing Doug Marone for two years and have this guy like be like the savior for the Jaguars and be like, you know, we had that guy. I was so wrong. I can't believe it. And if you didn't drink another time. You're really messing up in the game of life. But damn. What? I don't know. I don't know. So here's what I'm looking to see out of this team. Um, I want to see Marcel Darius stay consistent. He's getting better. Um, He's showing up. You know, Marcel Darius, I think, is playing some good ball. At least the experts are saying. And I'd like to see the safeties. You got Corey White back there, and I thought he did all right. Uh, I thought he took yeah. some. I thought he I, now, from my view, I thought he took some good angles. He, he was very patient. Um, he didn't seem to over pursue, um, which is something I worry about with safeties because I think that's a problem Corey Graham had, where Tim McDonald, uh, the secondary coach, was saying in the off season that Corey Graham being a corner and then finally playing safety, he saw too much. So it makes you kind of wonder if. Um, you know, what if Corey White could be that guy? You know, you never know. I don't know if his contract's up this year or what his, his deal is. But I would like to just see this team against a good team against Miami. Hold it down. Let's see what's up. Can can this run game keep going? Can Can this run open up the pass? I mean, there's so many things to look forward to. We don't have to rush to the offseason. I'm so sick of talking draft. I'm so sick of offseason talk. I mean, I'm at this game um, in the cold. I, I, I told the story on Facebook Live, and I'll rehash it. But, like, we're all dedicated fans here. Why are we rushing to leave the stadium? Why are we rushing to to just talk shit headlines? Because when you listen to these press conferences, start start recognizing voices, okay? It, if you want to do yourself a favor... 
understand how the media works. And I could be wrong, but I know one thing. Money pays the bills. Well, you got these dinosaurs like Jerry Sullivan, Sal Marana, okay? Who, who else? Bucky Gleason, Vic Harucci, whoever. And yes, I'm picking on you guys because you're old, okay? And I'm an ageist because I'm a dick. I am what I eat. So listen, start recognizing oh, voices. Cute. Look up Jerry Sullivan on YouTube. Recognize his voice. Look up Sal Miran. I know he's got a baseball show on our friend's network, Rock Sports Net. Great network. Sal, Sal knows really, I don't, I don't hate these guys. Don't take it that way. But I think a lot of times their integrity is out the window because they ask the dumbest fucking questions I've ever fucking heard in my life. And guess what? My opinion doesn't make the papers because I don't write for the papers. My opinion doesn't make the papers website because I don't write for them. My reach is small. Deacon's reach is small. And, and we're so grateful to everybody who religiously tunes in. But don't just go reading an abomination of a headline from a guy like Sale who is asking Mike Gillisley a question. And Mike is, is pretty much like, what? When he goes... Yeah, so you know, you and Ty, you and LaShawn McCoy have, have similar running styles, and it's like, what running backs are you watching? Because they don't. Well, that's the same guy that's writing the headline that your dad is talking to you about, or you're that dad talking to your kids about it. It ain't cool. Spread some right information. There's going to be disinformation, and everybody and their mother is talking about this coach getting fired, and everybody thinks that a decision is made, and it's like. No, no, it's not. I mean, just look at everybody saying, why isn't Tyrod getting paid? To give you guys an example. Why isn't Tyrod getting paid? Brock Osweiler got paid. Why isn't Tyrod player getting paid? Man, Brock Osweiler, you know, he's a, he, you, know, you just got to pay the guy. You got to go get the guy you want. You just got, Brock Osweiler got benched. I'm so sick of hearing the media swaying opinions. And it is what it is. It's just a distribution of information. But these guys need to make money. They need clicks. They need people to buy papers. You don't need uh, to yeah, take no. in. You don't need to take in the negativity. I'm so over it. I'm so sick of this team hitting the reset button. I'm so sick of coaches being on the hot seat. I don't know how this information is leaking out of one Bill's drive, but somebody's got to get punched in the mouth and shut the fuck up. Really, <laughs> I don't know who it is. <laughs> Like, man, like, man, I hate being a fan of the team that's a butt of jokes. Well, it's Buffalo. You know, it's like I got to deal with friends who are part of, like, you know, the hardcore me. I go out to Ottawa. I got this friend, Blake. Great dude. And he's a Raiders fan. But he can't tell you how many fucking people are on an active roster. Okay? And all of a sudden, people are buying Raiders patches and doing all this shit. Like, oh, cool, dude. Like, Crane, I love him. Good dude. He puts us up in his house when we go there. But, like. Man, I don't want to be picked on by a fucking Raiders fan. I'm so sick of this shit. Like, I hope that all 20 things that the Bills need to happen or whatever it is, like the Jaguars winning, you got to root for Doug Marone, you got to root for the Patriots, you got to root for a bunch of other shit to happen, okay, and next week to happen for the Bills to make the playoffs. And they understand the Bills do this to themselves. But it ain't Rex Ryan's job to motivate players. These guys get paid to play. 
And I think with everything in a pressure cooker to piggyback, to get to my main point of talking around for 30 freaking minutes here <laughs> from where I started to bring it full circle. Players still need time to develop, but people want results now and it ain't going to happen. You're not going to go run a machine in a machine shop when you've never done it before. You got to learn things. You got to learn processes. These guys got to learn. But at the same time, these guys got to do homework. That's what they're paid to do. And granted, it might not be that much money compared to other sports. It really isn't. And people will say, oh, it's only 16 games. The recovery is like going through. It's literally worse than going through car crashes constantly. Okay. Like that's what they do to their body. They need time to recover. I don't want to hear they only play 16 games. If it was up to me calling it right now, they would play 16 games and they would have two bye weeks prolong the season for 18 weeks. Everybody has off on those bye weeks. That's how I look at it. Have everybody off. Do nothing. Let these guys heal up. The more these guys can heal up, the more scoring you have. If that's what the league wants or less scoring. If the defense is step up, you have more star players playing. Well, guess what? You got this thing called the collective bargaining agreement. Well, the players don't want to have as many reps on the field. Why? Because coaches would pretty much make it, would take advantage of it. Look, yeah, it says you don't got to show up, but if you don't show up, you're getting scowled at. And it still happens to this day, believe it or not. And they're not supposed to be judged on showing up to OTAs or minicamps, or, or I shouldn't say they have to show up to mandatory minicamps. But optional things in the offseason, it it's not a good look if you don't show up. I don't care what player you are. It's not a good look. Especially when you got a guy like LaShawn McCoy showing up and you're telling me you're like Manny Lawson and you're not showing up. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, or, or an Allen Branch years back, you know, because you got a DWI thing. Something happened. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't mean to. Don't sue me, Allen Branch. Um, but it's like, dude, everything is in a pressure cooker and everything needs to happen now, 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 now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. They got to win. They got to win. They got to win. And David Lee quarterbacks coach of the bills and a bunch of other guys who know quarterbacks they say that joe namath ruined it for everybody because he came out his rookie year and won won it all (laughs) and ever since then broadway joe has fucked it up and i say it all the time i don't want to hear about quarterback all the time they don't grow on trees but i do know one thing is if we keep shuffling the deck of cards we're going to stay where we are These players want this coach to stay. We need to stay on the path. I'm a lot calmer about this than I was. But granted, next podcast, I could be like, fire everybody. Fire everybody. But don't hit me up with Doug Whaley sucks. Because I will just literally just kick myself in the nuts. Because I don't want to hear it. That's my rant, man. Sick of this team sucking. I'm that sick of this team. I'm sick of this team being six and seven like four times, three years in a row, or something like that, in this spot at this time of year. Or now they're seven and seven, but I'm so over it, man. But you know, blowing it up, it ain't gonna happen. Look, no. they need another draft. They need another draft. I hope this team can bring back guys, but they need another draft. And they got a, a bunch of free agents, so it's gonna be a lot of money on the cap. You're going to be not even thinking about Tyrod's contract in the future. Don't worry about this stuff yet, people. Please don't. Worry about the defense showing up. Worry about Tyrod Taylor progressing. Even if the Bills run the ball like shit, we've already seen the Bills run the ball very well almost 
all the time, except for the game against the Steelers. And the run game set. If they were out of the playoffs, I'd be saying, I don't care if they run at all. But look, stranger things have happened. Why can't the Bills be lucky? Why can't the Bills be lucky? I know they can't. I understand they can't. But there is a chance. Um, Deacon, you have anything else left for the family over here? No. I ate all the cookies. Okay. NumbillsFan.com. Check out all our shit. We're just live on Facebook.com. NumbillsFan. fan. Um, check that video out. Yeah, check that out. We had a good time. And um, brought to you by BillsForLife.com. Biggest Bills Facebook group in the league. And uh, we are on PunchDrunkSports.com as well, or at least part of them. So follow them on Twitter at PunchDrunkSports. I am your host, David Palermo. Find me on Twitter at NumbillsFan. Find Adam on Twitter at NumbillsAdamD. Go to Cover1.net. You want more info, occasionally Eric drops podcasts here. He's got all sorts of content. So Eric Turner, follow him on Twitter, uh, Cover1Bills. I think that's it, right? Yeah, good dude, bad card. Cover one bills on Twitter. Yeah, cover one bills on Twitter. Give him a follow. Love you all. Thank you for listening to me gargle bullshit out of my mouth all the time. It's been over 100 podcasts. I can't believe it. And it really means a lot that people tune in. And, you know, these are just thoughts that I personally would just call Deacon up or my buddies up and talk. Real talk. You know, I got... Really we, real talk. Yeah, believe it or not, there is a format in the background for people asking. We have certain things we want to talk about. But don't forget, numbillsfan.com. See ya.